Notes from America is supported by Future Hindsight, an award-winning podcast that shares big ideas about participating in American democracy beyond voting but short of running for office. Join host Mila Atmos for stimulating and incisive conversations with citizen changemakers on topics ranging from gerrymandering, policing equity, and voting rights. In this election year, Future Hindsight offers an unaffiliated perspective into what's at stake and how citizens can make an impact at the local, state, and national level. You'll always come away with something hopeful. Tune in every Thursday to get engaged and stay engaged. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Okay, three, two. Feliz Navidad. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. How lovely are your branches? And then I don't know anymore. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's <laughs> just one thing I need. And I All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're listening to Notes from America. I'm Kai Wright, and it is that time. Holiday music is here. And now listen, y'all, I am definitely one of those people. So if you are annoyed by overly eager holiday season types, you probably want to avoid me this time of year. I can do without the consumerism of it all, of course, but sign me up for the glitter and the gluttony and the sentiment. And I do prefer my holidays universal, so if you are celebrating it, whatever it is, I am in. Count me in. Anyway, one of my favorite parts is the music. I dig out old records, yes, but I also enjoy a good holiday stream, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Tune in, fill your home with cheesy, saccharine, and fun music. So if you have a holiday music recommendation for me, I would like to hear it right now. Let's live curate a Notes from America holiday playlist. Call us up with your suggestions, and we're going to add them to a Spotify list that we'll make available starting tomorrow. And I also, of course, I want to hear the why of your choice. Is there a story or a memory behind whatever song you love? Whatever you celebrate this time of year, do you have a favorite song associated with that? Doesn't even have to be an explicit holiday song, but if it's your jam this season, recommend it to me and we'll put it on our playlist. And as we take your calls, I'm joined by someone who knows something about a holiday music stream. Lindsay Kimball is the program director for Minnesota Public Radio's renowned music station, The Current. And what I love about The Current is, despite the fact that it's hip, it is not too hip for a holiday stream. Lindsay Kimball, thanks for joining us for this experiment in live playlist curation. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, we like we like our holiday music, and, and we have our hip take on holiday music here at The Current. <laughs> so I should point out for folks, Lindsay has brought the holiday sweater energy to this interview, so thank you for that. Um, I failed to bring my Santa hat, but uh, uh, check back next week. Okay, so tell us about this stream. Like you said, you like to mix it up. What Tell us what's going on on, on, on The Current's holiday stream. Yeah, so there's so much great holiday music from modern artists. Obviously, there's like a canon of holiday music from artists like Bing Crosby and Andy Williams and and, and like what you would consider standards. But there's a lot of great independent artists that are making great music. 
that's holiday music. And so we kind of dig through and try to find that and then sprinkle that in with, with some of the standards as well and then put it together every year for our holiday stream. So if you need to get your fill of, of uh, you know, the standards, but maybe you want to spice it up a little bit with with something you maybe haven't heard of or a different take <laughs> on a song, that that's what the stream is for. And we have it at our website, thecurrent.org, and we also have it on our app. So you can bring it with you wherever you go. You can bring your cheer right. to the office, on your commute, wherever. So it's a great way to... To you know, celebrate the holidays. What what makes a good holiday playlist to your mind? Like, so as you guys are putting that together, what is it? What and, and maybe a different way to ask that is like, what is um, what is it that this music is doing for us? You want to have something that you can sing along to, but maybe something that surprises you. So maybe a different take on a traditional song, or something from an artist that you really love, but it's got the holiday holiday twist on it, and it's it's not just like the uh, maybe the traditional holiday songs. It could be like a a funny song. So maybe uh, Sufjan Stevens, who has a song called Get Behind Me, Santa, <laughs> is a fun way to like think about the holidays a different way. Is that like a like a reference to the like, get, get behind me, Satan? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's just, he's bringing a sense of humor to his holiday music. His He has this five EP holiday uh, collection that he put out that's called Songs for Christmas. And he's got like Christian religious like uh, uh, standards on it, but he also has his own like sense of humor on it. So he has this um, "Hey guys, it's Christmas time" is a song we like to play quite a bit. But he's got he's just got beautiful take on holiday music. So it's kind of fun to like throw those in there, and and it, you know you get surprises in there, and that's and that's how we kind of put together our our holiday music. MM on YouTube loves your sweater. Says Santa baby, love Madonna singing it. Reminds me of high school. Phones are blowing up. No surprise. Uh, let's go to Alex here in Brooklyn. Alex, welcome to the show. So happy to be here. What's your, what's your recommendation, Alex? Crabs for Christmas. Crabs by, for Christmas. Uh, David Du Bois. I don't know it. Sing it. Sing a beat or two of it for me, will you? <laughs> Uh, oh, I want crabs for Christmas. <laughs> Only crabs will do. Oh, and with crabs for Christmas, my Christmas wish will come true. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Alex, we're going to have fun tonight here. Uh, Lindsay, do you know that song? I do not know that song, but I tell you that what that reminded me of instantly is the Pogues Fairy tale New York, and my favorite part is how that song starts off with uh, singing about Christmas in the drunk take. So just sort of like a more jovial view of Christmas, you know. <laughs> Christmas in the drunk take. Uh, yeah. And, and okay, can you sing a bit of that? Uh, and, and you know, and Sorry I sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, let me think. Uh, it's Christmas in the drunk tank, and that's how it like starts out, and then it goes into this. More, more slightly vulgar version of oh. of a Christmas song. Not you know, not too bad, but just it's it's not the uh, sugar spice and everything nice. But I it's understand. it's still a it's a nice modern standard. So that so we will not play that on public radio, but you can find it on the current stream. I suspect uh, we did ask people in our show's Instagram community um, for their favorite holiday song last week, uh, and so you know if you are not with us um, in uh, on Instagram, I encourage you to go there. Our handle is Notes with Kai. That's Notes with K A I, um, and we got a ton of answers there. Um, and anyway, we got some 
like just like great voice notes and i'm gonna start our cur- our playation i mean i guess i already started with alex but i'm gonna gonna f- to keep our curation going with what was my favorite one from our instagram community i love all your answers but this one this one right here this was my favorite so check this out hi kai my name is pia and my family and i listen to a charlie brown christmas by Vince Guaraldi Trio in December. It is the best thing in the world. And it is the one my mom and dad listened to when I was born. I love it. And it's so great to listen to. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much, Pia, for that. And I will admit, Pia's a bit of a ringer. I know young Pia. She's a total delight. And yes, you may have noticed we are going hard on the cute kids thing because we love cute kids and because we want you to join the fun. We know how to get your attention. So whatever you celebrate this time of year, call us up and tell us about it. We'll take your calls after a break. Notes from America is supported by The Innocence Project, working to free innocent people from prison, prevent wrongful convictions, and create fair, compassionate, and equitable systems of justice for everyone. More at innocenceproject.org. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for The New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Kusha. I'm a producer. A couple weeks ago, Kai talked to author Richard Kreitner about his book, Break It Up, Secession, Division, and the Secret History of America's Imperfect Union. They discussed the history of American secession movements and what's still keeping us together. A lot of you had strong reactions to this episode. Here's one message we received from Will in New York City. We Americans are diverse, and yet we agree on many issues. But when we differ on many other issues, it is not at a state or regional level. It is much more fine-grained than that and is rather an urban-rural cultural divide. There is no such thing as a red state or a blue state. Austin residents have more in common with Angelinos than they do with residents of rural parts of Texas. This is important to understand, as without doing so, the ongoing talk of secession only serves to further divide us needlessly. And I feel displays a naivete about the actual fault lines in our nation. And division only begets further division. Are we perfect? No, of course not. But we are better and more able to affect real change on a real scale if we're together as one nation than if we are apart. Thanks, Will. And thanks to everyone who's sending us messages. Keep them coming. You can record a message right from our website. It's notesfromamerica.org. Just scroll down the page a little and click on the green Record Now button. All right. Thanks. Back to the show. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. It's holiday season. A lot of different holidays correspond with this time of year. Is there a particular holiday song that brings back memories or a tradition for you? Yeah, last Christmas, because when I was in elementary school, and I'm from Norway, and so my English was just, I don't know, 
but I, I just thought it meant the last Christmas, like the final Christmas ever. So it made me really sad. It made me feel like it was a very layered song. That's funny. Can you sing it for me? Last Christmas, I gave you more. But the very next day, you gave it away. Beautiful. Actually, yeah. You know, the one that goes, is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That one is in my head, like, in this season, like, the whole time. I'm Dominican, but that's like the, the English song that we feel that it sounds like Christmas, you know? Probably like chestnuts roasting by an open fire. Like, it's not just good in December, it's great anytime, like feeling like you're waking up to warmth and like the just fullness of your family. So I'm gonna put both of you on the spot. Can you sing your song for me? Chestnuts roasting. You did not let me get ready. Can you start over, please? <laughs> oh okay. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. It's Notes from America. I'm Kai Wright. And yes, we are singing the holidays tonight. I'm joined by Lindsay Kimball, Program Director for Minnesota Public Radio's music station, The Current, where they have an eclectic holiday music stream going right now. We've got a couple of holiday streams going here at New York Public Radio as well. And I'm sure many of our station partners out there have their own too. So I hope you'll check them all out maybe later tonight with some eggnog. But first, I hope you will join me in live curating curating a Notes from America playlist. And let's go to Michael in St. Paul, Minnesota. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. What's your recommendation, Michael? My recommendation is the Christmas Can-Can by Straight No Chaser, an acapella group out of Indiana. Oh, my uh, home state, Indiana. Okay. Thank you for that. I, do you want the opportunity to sing it or you don't want to be put on the spot? I'm not sure anybody wants to hear me sing this, but I'll take a whack at it. So Go for it. It's my, it's my four-and-a-half-year-old son's favorite Christmas song, so I think I have to now. Give us another um, two. Christmas, Christmas time is here in St. Slavo. Oh, wow, that went sideways on us. Let's just pretend that never happened on live radio. <laughs> that was great, Michael. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Olivia in Bayside, Queens. Olivia, welcome to the show. I love the show. What's your recommendation? Well, I selfishly have two. I'm a jazz nerd, and Nat King Cole is my jazz dad. So, you know, Christmas okay. song, Nat King Cole, is a classic. And then I'm part Italian, and the Italian side of my family, we all get a good laugh out of Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. I don't know this. I don't know that one. You don't know that one? Help me out. Oh, Help man. me out, Olivia. Okay. All right. So the, the main chorus basically goes, a jing a ding a ding hee ha it's Italian Christmas donkey. A jing a ding hee ha hee ha it's Dominic the donkey. Yes. And then it goes into a whole hilarious uh, rhyming thing about Dominic helping Santa, and there's even paisans being thrown into uh, one of the lines, and it's very funny. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm going to throw out some from YouTube so that we uh, can fill out our playlist, too. We got, uh, obviously, This Christmas from Donny Hathaway from R. Jennings. You got, how can we not have that on the list? Um, Though, you know, Layla Hathaway has been tweeting recently about, hey, TV people, it's time to book me to sing that song, too. I'm with you, Layla. Uh, We have PJ Morton Christmas album is excellent. We have um, Erica Tolberg says uh, some favorite holiday songs, Baby, Please Come Home, which Darlene used to Darlene Live used to sing uh, on Letterman every every year and Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song 
So we've got we've got a long list going here. I want to ask you, um, Lindsay. So I got into a conversation over Thanksgiving um, with a, with a musician friend of mine about Mariah Carey's "The Mega Holiday Song," the um, hit, yeah, the hit. And you know, we were of course in the sing along portion of our of our evening. Yes, that's the kind of of holiday I have. And we started asking, has there been a new massive holiday hit like that since Mariah's? You know, and I know there's been lots of music, but like such a big commercial and cultural hit. I I couldn't think of one. Has there no, been one since there's, then? That song is almost 30 years old. It was recorded in August of 1994. In fact, Mariah Carey was like, she's like, I got to get in the spirit before I record this Christmas record, which also was an aberration because a lot of people were making Christmas records after, like, when they're at the end of their career and they just needed to to, to gas it a little bit. Like this a cash her, grab kind yeah, of Yeah, this was her fourth studio album, and it was kind of like, oh, she's breaking the mold here. So it's summer, 1994. She decorates her whole house in Christmas just to get in the festive spirit and then records this record. And whatever she did worked because this song... <laughs> has raked in almost, I think, uh, what I saw, the figure I saw was $60 million in licensing. Whew. I know. <laughs> Does that all go to Mariah Carey? This, this explains a lot. But that song is everywhere. The minute yeah. it's like Christmas, it's like, it's on every station. It's on It's on a bunch of movies. It's all over the place. Yeah. So, man, she, she really penned 60. a hit. Million dollars in licensing. Okay, Mariah. So I have to chime in, chime in with my own new favorite. I have many songs I love, uh, obviously, but the newest for me uh, debuted in 2020, and it was David Diggs's Puppy for Hanukkah, which I loved it. I loved it. And uh, can we play a few beats of that? Uh, our live board engineer, Milton Ruiz, is over here. Uh, what do you think? Can we hear some of that? So y'all keep stressing, be good, learn lessons, but Hanukkah is the best fun, and you can laugh if you want to. But I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah. I'm going to get a puppy for Hanukkah. I mean, there's the David digs of it all, of course, you know, but like this was 20, this was December 2020, you know, and I think we all kind of need, I mean, this was a dark year and I think we all kind of needed a puppy for Hanukkah that year. Um, yeah, I'm going to get what I want, that just cracks me up. But, you know, it's been a long, I mean, Adam Sandler had the Hanukkah song that he did on SNL and it's it's been a minute since we've had a truly hilarious Hanukkah song and I, that I, one might might show up Adam Sandler just a bit. I well, I'm gonna put my hand on the till and say it does in fact show up Anderson and Insider just a little bit, but that's me. Uh let's go to Christine in Chicago. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. What is your recommendation, Christine? My recommendation is Brenda Lee's I'm gonna lasso Santa Claus. And please don't ask me to sing it. <laughs> Listen to Brenda Lee. She's much better. <laughs> okay. I will not ask you to say now why but I will ask you why that song. What what is it you love about it? So it was the dreaded 2020 quarantine, and I'm an essential worker, and they let us into Palm Springs for a family vacation, and we went to uh, some deserted outdoor mall, and they were playing this song, and my daughter went to school in Dallas, and I just, I fell in love with the whole kitschy Brenda Lee, I'm going to lasso Santa Claus. Oh, Well, thank you for that, Christine. Let's go to Ramona in Rolling, New Hampshire. Ramona, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, yeah, my song has got a history to it in a way. <laughs> okay. My great grandmother. It was called Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> oh. 
Grandma got run, <laughs> run over, over by, by a reindeer. reindeer. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> years, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, was this true for you? Well, my great-grandmother, she was in northern Maine, and, uh, you know, she lived out in the middle of nowhere, and a deer came after her once and almost ran her over. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad she survived. I mean, really, it was like, what? You know, I mean, she was out there giving the reindeer a hard time and get out of the yard, you know, she was feeding her animals, and he came right after her, and he almost knocked her down so. When that song would come on, my grandmother would go, that's not true. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Ramona. I would go, great, Grammy, it's okay. <laughs> and she goes, I keep looking for that damn be- deer coming in my backyard. <laughs> Thank you so much for that story, Ramona. I needed to hear that. Uh, let's go to Tristan in Chicago. Tristan, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. And um, I have two songs that I really, really enjoy along the holidays. The first one is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas, which is, of course, a classic. Yeah. Um, and uh, around the house, though, we really like grapefruit soda. So it is a I Want a Hippo Pomplemousse. For, for Christmas. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the, the classic is um, Bare Naked for the Holidays by Bare Naked Ladies. The Bare entire Naked. album is really good. There's a couple of good Hanukkah songs in there, too, but their rendition of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen is jazzy and upbeat and fun, and uh, that's one that everybody really likes, no matter what generation is listening to it. Thank you and didn't they do system. that with Sarah McLaughlin on that track? Th- that that particular track, yeah, she jumps yeah. in and does the refrains and does a couple of key changes with her. So, um, yeah, um, I could do a couple of bars if you like. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born upon this day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. And they, they go on and on like that. Come it's, on, it's really Tristan, good. bring it. Yes, yes. Thank you so <laughs> much for that. Okay, I, so I want to share a couple uh, more of the voice notes that we got from our Instagram community this week, because these are good. The first one is about a holiday album in its entirety, so kind of like Tristan with the Bare Naked Ladies there. And this is certainly foundational in my community. Like, among Black families, this is probably still the holiday soundtrack. Hi, this is Nina from Montclair, New Jersey. When I think about Christmas music, there is nothing... More Christmas, more holiday than the Jackson 5 Christmas album. It speaks to the holidays, my childhood. I probably have not listened to the entire album in decades, but I bet you $5 if that album dropped right now. I could pick up and sing every single lyric of every single song and probably do some of the Jackson 5 dance moves, too. It makes me happy. It makes me joyful. Jackson 5 Christmas album. That is the epitome of holiday music.
Okay, so that's one we got on Instagram that I know, and here's one that was new to me. My name is Jay. I'm from Albany, New York, and my favorite holiday tune is Ocho Candelicas by the Joss Nelson Project. It's a Sephardic tune. And uh, as a music video where a bunch of weird animated candles are hanging out in New York City for some reason, and I can just turn it on on repeat on YouTube and stick my kids in front of it, and I don't have to talk to them for days, days, the entire holiday season. They will just watch this thing, and it is lovely. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so Jay's getting a little free child care there out of holiday music, and I'm not mad at you, Jay. Uh, let's go to Dina in Manhattan here in New York. Hey, Dina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, and happy holidays. Hanukkah happy holidays. Tonight, next Sunday night, Hanukkah, first night. That's so, right. Yeah, so there's a, uh, the boys' um, town, Jerusalem, are often boys, and every year they have a wonderful little video of Rock of Ages, Matsor, Rock of Ages, da-da-da. They do a great rendition of it. And I was trying, when I was waiting, to trying to get try to like connect it to play it for you, but I couldn't get my act together, unfortunately. <laughs> That's okay. We much prefer but, the um, bit that you, that you sang for us, Dina. Oh, thank you so much. But it's really, check it out. It's a, um, Boys Town Jerusalem. They're often boys, and they do a great job. Thank you very much. Let's go to Johanna in... Mankito, Minnesota. Johanna, welcome to the show. Hi, happy holidays. Happy holidays. What's your recommendation? So I know around the holidays, sometimes it can be a little bit depresso or sad sometimes. Um, And I lost my mom a couple of years ago. And Mm. whenever I hear the Carpenters, Merry Christmas, darling, it reminds me that she's still here with me. And I love that song. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. I have kind of the same relationship to The Temptations, whole holiday album. Uh, a lot of my relationship to holiday music was, is of course, my family. But, you know, my dad loved that album. He loved to get up and dance badly and sing off key. <laughs> um, uh, and so every time I listen to that album, I um, I think of him. So that's lovely. Lindsay, what about you? We haven't gotten your actual recommendation. We've gotten your expertise here, but like, what 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 would you put on the list? Yeah, you know, my favorite stuff. I love the Sufjan Stevens box set that I already talked about. Um, but Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings put together a holiday disc. So if you want more of a soulful vibe to mm-hmm. your Christmas, um, she's got a great album. And then um, J.D. McPherson, who's an Americana artist, has an album called Socks. And I saw him tweet at the beginning of November. He said, it's officially past Halloween, we can start playing socks again. So <laughs> he's, he's like, okay, it's okay to play this one. So he's got a great one. And then Lizzo put together a song that's that's called Never Felt Like Christmas. And she's got, you know, her cool take on Christmas music. So there's just a big pile of amazing music out there that artists make. Like just listening to everyone's recommendations, there's so much that I'm discovering just hearing what everyone else looks to right. listen to. How do you guys put the list together? I know I asked you earlier, you know, what um, what you're listening for, but like literally how do you compile the playlist? Yeah, we spend a lot of time digging for music and listening to it. And then um, artists that we play regularly on air on The Current, when they put out something, we check it out and, and usually end up adding that to the 
to the playlist, and we keep what has become a really big library of holiday music hanging out. And so we we keep adding, you know, more and more to it every year, and it keeps getting bigger. And and so uh, it's just it's become a a pretty great resource to find great holiday music. And it's going twenty four seven through through when. It'll be up through the end of the month, um, and then, uh, and it's available. On, like I said, it's on our app, which is the Currents Radio app. It's also at thecurrent.org. It's uh, old chestnuts to new favorites. It's songs you will love. It's songs that slay. Oh, <laughs> excellent! Well, we will have to leave it there with that fabulous pun. Uh, Lindsay Kimball is program director for Minnesota Public Radio's music station, The Current as well as Friday host on the station. Uh, so tune in to hear her spin tunes and check out The Current's holiday stream at thecurrent.org. Lindsay, thanks. Yeah, thank you. And thanks to everyone who called to help us live curate a Notes from America playlist. We'll compile the list and put it up on Spotify, uh, I guess, later this week. Um, no, it'll be available tomorrow. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes for this episode. And you can find that at notesfromamerica.org or wherever you get your podcast. You can also keep chiming into the list. Hit us up on Instagram at noteswithkai, that's K-A-I, or go to notesfromamerica.org and look for there's a little record button and you can leave us a voice note right there. And a quick note before I wrap up this week. I recently had the chance to talk with Kevin Richardson and Raymond Santana. Now, if you don't know those names, you are almost certainly familiar with the case that inspired them to become advocates for criminal justice reform. In 1989, when Raymond and Kevin were just kids, they, along with three others, were wrongfully convicted in one of the nation's most notorious crimes, the Central Park Jogger case. And then 20 years ago, all five of them were exonerated of charges in that awful attack. So this week, an entrance to Central Park was named in honor of them. They are now called the Exonerated Five. My conversation with Kevin and Raymond is in our podcast feed. You can scroll back to find it. And I want to give you another opportunity to hear these men speak about their experiences. Earlier this month, the Innocence Project sponsored a Q&A with them at WNYC's The Green Space. It was a moment to reflect on their journey from villains in the media to victims in our justice system to vocal activists today. So here's Raymond Santana and Kevin Richardson on stage at The Green Space. This is just a constant battle that we've been through and it never lets up. And I'm like, what, is it, what happens the day that there's like no injustice? So what do we do? Mm-hmm. Like we'll be sitting here looking at each other like, so, and it's unfortunate, right? Like, we would love to have that problem. Mm-hmm. We would. We would. We would. But, it, but it's, it's, it's um, personally, for me, that becomes the new battle, you know, when, when, when you got to deal with the internal trauma and, and the demons that you deal with within yourself and how do you cope with it? Because nobody cares. Yeah. Your bills still got to be paid. You still got to be at work on time. The kids don't care. <laughs> Right? When Jenny come in the room, she don't want to hear that. My time, daddy, let's go. Yeah. You know? So, and so, again, you, you have to play the back fiddle and just figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a healing process, you know. Um, one thing I know as men, and especially men of color, we, we, we struggle with letting our emotions out. You know, uh, mental health is serious. Yeah. 
you know, PTSD is serious. It's a thing. It's real. Mm-hmm. And I think I could speak for my brothers that we all <laughs> go through that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but you said one day at a time, we just got to keep fighting the fight. And when I look at my kids, that's what keeps, you know, keeps me yeah. motivated. And look at my family, um, the people that's looking up to us, you know, that's letting people know that we have an important piece in this, in this fight, you know. So, but it, it's real to go through. But we have to just keep staying strong and just keep battling it. Because like I said, people see us and they think that I appreciate it, that people look up, look up to us like that. But we are human. You know, we all, we, we all are the same just like you. But, uh, but we do take the responsibility of fighting the fight. And unfortunately, we've been used as scapegoats. But it's for the greater good of the generation behind us to keep pushing it forward. So yeah. if it's on that level, I'll take it. As long as the others behind us will learn from what we've been through. A recording of this whole event sponsored by the Innocence Project and honoring the Exonerated Five can be found at thegreenspace.org. That's green, G-R-E-E-N-E. Notes from America is a production of WNYC Studios. Milton Ruiz was our live engineer this week. Music and mixing by the mighty Jared Paul. A special thanks to Jen Munson this week for some extra help on mixing the show. We are produced, edited, and reported by Karen Frillman, Vanessa Handy, Regina Dehir, Rahima Nasa, Kusha Navadar, and Lindsay Foster-Thomas. Okay, that's it for Notes from America this week. I'm Kai Wright, and thanks for listening. Notes from America is supported by Future Hindsight, an award-winning podcast that shares big ideas about participating in American democracy beyond voting, but short of running for office. Join host Mila Atmos for stimulating and incisive conversations with citizen changemakers on topics ranging from gerrymandering, policing equity, and voting rights. In this election year, Future Hindsight offers an unaffiliated perspective into what's at stake and how citizens can make an impact at the local, state, and national level you'll always come away with something hopeful. Tune in every Thursday to get engaged and stay engaged.